0: This is Sky, and this is Raina, and,
1: and we're cousins.
0: cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories, and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in.
2: We got the thumbs up to get ready to start. <laughs> so you know what that means. It's another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky,
0: And I'm Raina. And it is season two, isn't it, Raina? It is. The energy's high. It feels good. We just uh, ordered
2: some vegan burritos <laughs> and we listened to some Lionel Richie, the goat. Okay. Uh today's subject, Raina was like, listen, girl, season three, (laughs) we could get deep. Season two, I'm not trying to cry today. And life is really good lately. We're not trying to cry. We're not trying to cry. So we're gonna keep it light today. Today's subject is siblings. Mm. Don't, don't,
1: don't. Just let that sit for a second. Siblings. I
2: wish we could do it slow-mo. Siblings. (laughs) Today's subject is siblings. We're going to talk about where we fall in our siblings, uh, some of the things we've learned from them. We're just going to dive right into it, but we're not going to get too heavy. Yeah. Because today's not the day to cry. Life is too good. We just not on that shit. Raina, I'm going to kick it to you. Let's get into siblings.
1: Okay. So how many siblings do you have first? Okay. Oh, I'm going to go right into Mm -hmm. it. Okay.
2: I am one of four. Um, I have three siblings that are full and then one half-sister, two sisters, and one brother. So mm. three
0: girls, one boy.
1: Okay. And where do you fall?
2: I am the mid-kid,
0: of course. Middle child.
2: Middle oh, you child, are gang, the gang, middle gang. child. Yeah, that's why I need so much attention, <laughs> you know? Because the oldest is the oldest, the baby's the baby, and then I'm just begging to be seen. <laughs> so, yeah, I am the middle kid. Um, I was only raised with... My brother and my sister. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, I do know my half sister, but we're not as close. So I'm just totally the middle kid. I have an older sister and a little brother right in the middle.
1: Okay. Is what they say about being a middle child true? Like, do you feel like the your mom or your parents in general paid more attention to the baby and then also like the firstborn is the firstborn?
0: I think
2: Yes. Okay. I think in my case, it was different only because I was an entertainer. Mm-hmm.
0: I think if I
2: wasn't an artist, I would feel very not seen. Okay. But my sister, my eldest sister, well, my older sister, not my eldest sister. My older sister has some resentment mm-hmm. because she feels like she was given an... Uh, Uh, incredible amount of responsibility that none of us got. So she doesn't feel like firstborn is a win. She feels like the the experimental one where it's like, I was the one they learned with and then you got the wins. She doesn't look at it like the pride and joy firstborn, which is interesting because some people are like, I'm mommy's first, like I'm her love. My sister looks at it like, I dealt with so much more than you guys and I had the responsibilities. You will never know what it's like to be the oldest. But my little brother... he could murder somebody <laughs> and then my parents would go help him dig a grave. It's sick. Oh, my sick. God. He can get away with fucking bloody murder. Really? So, yeah. He didn't get spankings. He didn't get in trouble. He didn't get punishment for grades. He asked for money and received. I was looking like, damn.
1: Is it because he's a boy, do you think? Or is it because he's the baby?
2: I think the baby and a boy.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think because he's the youngest, and it was like my dad had three girls, so yeah. here comes his little boy. Yeah, I was basically his firstborn son <laughs> for multiple reasons. But um, but then here comes his son, so I think it was really interesting. But yeah, I think a lot of people who are middle kids have that experience. But I, you know, I was an entertainer.
1: Was is there a big age difference between you and your siblings?
2: So my oldest sister is three years older than me. Okay. My then second oldest sister is two years older than me. Okay. And my little brother is six years younger.
1: Do you feel like that six years played a huge part in either you guys being close or you guys being not close at all?
2: Yeah, we're two different generations. Yeah, exactly. I play a song (laughs) that is like a bop from the 90s. He's... He's like, what is this tired old shit? Turn this (laughs) off. I want to hear, in my car when I'm on the You know, the annoying music that sounds like robot rap. He just, he has no taste. Yeah. I look at this kid and I'm like, yo, you wouldn't know a classic classic if it punched you in the head. You can't recognize greats.
1: Yeah. Every song sounds the same these days. And he thinks they are amazing.
2: (laughs) So I just look at him and I go, six years feels like 12 to me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Six
2: years feels like... We are really separated by a heavy amount of years.
1: They say there's something with, like, five to seven years. Mm -hmm. Something about that five to seven years, it separates Mm -hmm. people like something else. Like, Mark and his eldest brother are, I think, six years apart. Yeah. And that's been our biggest thing with, like, Umi. We're like, okay— we don't want to wait too long. And if we wait long, we don't want to wait till that five to seven year range. We're like, okay, he's, he's three now. We got to start thinking about this. But um, okay, so I'm one of six. <sighs> <sighs> but I grew up as an only child. Okay. And even though I was an only child, when I was around eight, my mom adopted her little sister. Okay. So I was technically an only child till I was around eight. And then I turned eight and then I had a sister. And then when I turned 16, I learned that I had five other siblings, actual blood siblings. So technically, I'm like one in like 6.5. <laughs> oh. um, but I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest sibling. I am the eldest sister. And they say that there's something about the eldest sister. The eldest sister always feels like the weight of the world is on her. Just like how you just said, your sister feels like all the responsibilities on her and everything else. It's the same with me. However, I don't have a resentment towards my siblings. I would say I more so have a small resentment towards my dad about it. And even though I don't try to hold on to it, it's like I'll be chilling in the shower and randomly a thought will come up and I'll just be like, Ugh. <gasps> and why did he do that? Really? Not even just like why did he have other kids? Because I love my siblings, every single last one of them. But I just think there's there's just so much like built up trauma. Mm. there's so much um him not being around or him being around and me figuring out why he was around so much and just like so much that I replay about my childhood and even till this day where I have this resentment towards him because I'm like this was never fair and I'm and I'm probably actually sure that your older sister probably feels that towards your parents like it just wasn't fair Yeah. For some reason, the eldest daughter always feels that way. And actually, what's even more ironic and funny about the situation is I'm the eldest, yes, but I lived in my own home with my mom by myself. Right. So the eldest right under me, Mm -hmm. the one right after me, is my little sister, Ariana. And she's the eldest of five there. Of her household. Of her household. And she feels the exact same thing, but I can't, I don't... No, I don't really know exactly how she feels I just know that it's a deep a deep thing because she was like mom but she you've, was, you've
2: never discussed that with her
1: we've had small conversations where you know she was changing diapers she was making food for all of them she was cleaning the house washing the dishes sh- bathing <sighs> them like she was mom young, young. she was young and she was mom she so, yeah, we've had that conversation and I don't relate to those things. I don't relate to the average old eldest sister's uh, trauma. Uh, I, I relate to just the, the unfairness, the unfairness and also just the responsibility of having to be the eldest and and not express yourself or not let them know your your true feelings or not uh, be not whine yeah I think there's also a responsibility
2: to protect our parents, you know mm-hmm. when you're when you're the eldest, but from your perspective, do you think it's more difficult mm-hmm. uh oh, shaking <laughs> the table, the table's shaking somebody say earthquake, check Twitter, okay, I feel like is it more difficult to be the eldest with a lot of responsibility and feel seen but overwhelmed or feel like the middle kid, and feel invisible at times. What's worse? Sorry, I didn't mean to go there, but you did it. You fucking did this shit. You were like, sometimes I resent my dad in the shower. I'm like, what the fuck? That wasn't even what we talked about. Oh, my
1: God. I specifically, let me tell (laughs) you guys, last night... We listened back to an old episode. Well, it's not an old episode. It's a season two episode. And I was like, man, this is really good. But for some reason, I feel so heavy right now. I don't know why. And then I was like, something tells me tomorrow's going to be a little too heavy for me. And then Sky said, we're going to do siblings episode. And I said, ah. Oh sorry babe this is payback
2: <laughs> this is payback for season of singleness so you just can kiss my ass okay okay because you did this so now it's my turn okay, so what's this... worse
1: okay the eldest
2: tons of responsibility or the middle kid who's like you never care and you never see me
1: so you know i'm a real empath okay okay i got five siblings i got a bonus sister Talk your shit. She got five siblings.
2: Talk your shit.
1: She didn't have a mom growing up. Okay. You know, so I feel for everyone. I have the youngest sister who's out of the loop and knows nothing about her parents' past and relationship. She just sees the chaos in the house. So I feel for her. I have the brother directly above her who shares the same birthday as my dad who was picked on and is picked on for being a little weird. He's a Cancer, so he's very emotional. He's the most emotional one in the house. Mm -hmm. So because of that, he gets picked on and he gets overlooked the most. I'm not sure if he's the middle child or not, or if it's the brother directly above him who's a Pisces and who doesn't speak much. He won't let anyone in. So... I'm trying to figure out till this day which one is the middle child, and it could be both. It could be both. It could it could be both, and I empathize with both of them because one was a star athlete, so he found his—it's kind of like you. Mm-hmm. It's like he found a way to finagle his way in and get that spotlight from his parents, wow. and then the other one— Is now starting to do something that's really exciting to his parents. So now at the age of 15, he's starting to kind of pull that, kind of come into his own, but like pull the spotlight off of the other middle child. So, and that kind of like triggers the other one. So yeah, I don't know which one's worse. I cannot tell you because then I go back to my sister who is the other eldest it's like I don't I can't answer that to be honest I can't answer that because all of us have gone through so much shit so I don't know I to be completely honest I feel like when you have that many kids in general every single one is in pain
2: I think what's really fascinating the older you get and start having conversations with your siblings when they're not defensive and really sharing your perspectives is sometimes it's not anybody having it the worst. Sometimes everybody just has a different perspective. So I I think it is interesting to to really think about is it worse to be the middle sibling or the eldest because we all... We all saw our childhood in in such a different light. We all might have been at the same event but have Mm -hmm. three different stories. Mm -hmm. So I do encourage you, if you're listening and have siblings, to be like, what did you think of your childhood? Mm -hmm. Or what is your real relationship with mom? Or what was your real relationship with grandma? And really just... Be open. Mm -hmm. Don't be siblings in the sense of being negative and defensive. And no, that's not the truth. Listen to your siblings' truth Mm -hmm. because it is very interesting. And sometimes it's difficult when you do hear stories because you go, that's not how it went. Mm -hmm. But wow, that's your truth. Or I didn't see it like
1: that. Do you think it's easier to be the girl, to be a sister? Or do you think it's easier to be the boy, the brother?
2: Guess what I'm going to do. I'm gonna sock you because you just pissed me off. I think, oh man, are we gonna unpack like that? Oh my gosh. Are you doing this? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. It's just this Whoa. this is really triggering for me. You're gross. This, this is. episode's over. I, this needs a warning. Season two's
2: a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed it while it lasted. Okay, let me break down why it's hard to be both. Okay. As a woman, mm-hmm. you hear the never-ending look over your shoulder, be paranoid, watch yourself, come home on time, curfews this, you know, early. Don't get pregnant. This, that, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. It's never ending. It's never-ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents granted me freedom when I was young because I was in the industry. And so if I was in a recording studio, I don't know how the hell they trusted me with eight <laughs> grown men. <laughs> eight grown men in a session at 16, 17. But they granted me that freedom.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My sister's perspective, she had no freedom, but she was wildin'. So I'm like, make that make sense that you were wild but had no freedom anyway. But now my little brother, uh-huh. he was allowed to do whatever he wanted, Mm -hmm. curfews didn't exist. My mom was like, you better not be home past 11 or you're grounded for three months. He'd walk in the house at 102 faded. And I'm like, you realize that kid's drunk? And she'll giggle like, I am too tired. I'm like, what? You're too tired? Make that kid go to church. This kid is whatever. But where it gets deep, oh God, where it gets deep is bringing race into
1: it. Yeah,
2: the talks that my brother had. Yeah, as a black man, mm-hmm.
1: they're I've, so I've, different. I've
2: had talks, you know, as as a black woman, and and understanding race and and how to move through this world. But I never had the talk of, okay, I know you're going out with your friends, mm-hmm. you're the black one. You might stand out. Don't wear your fucking hood. Be careful when you're walking down the street. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember watching him not being able to process it Mm -hmm. because boys are a little bit more immature than women. Mm -hmm. And so I will never understand having to instill that much fear. Yeah. Be or having that instilled in me. Yeah. It was more paranoia and watch yourself as a woman. Keep your legs crossed. If you're, you know, if you're on a train, make sure that some somebody's not filming you. Look over your shoulders late at night. When you're out with your girls, be careful. Don't get a roofie in a drink. Yeah. But with him, it's more of I need you to be afraid enough to be careful. Yeah. So for me, it was less, I'm scaring you. It's more, this is just how the world is. But for Mm -hmm. him, I watched my parents use tactics Mm -hmm. to scare him because he didn't take it serious because he was very sheltered because he grew up around so many different friends of different ethnicities and different religions. He grew up in a loving world. Yeah. So he couldn't process that he was a threat. Right. So for me, you know, I, right. I grew up very quick and I grew up very young. Mm. I understood a lot about the world very young. Yeah. He has such an innocence that I, I watch my parents use tactics to scare him into being careful. Wow. So I I do think it is very different, um, depending on your background. I mean, yeah. even, you know, I- I'm sure that after, you know, 9-11, mm-hmm. right? I know that Middle Eastern kids share their stories about the talks that they had with their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, gender and race and a lot of things do come into play. So our experiences will always be different. Mm-hmm. But as a woman, yeah, it was more just be careful. Mm-hmm. As a man, as a black man, I see that it's more like I need you to be scared enough to watch your own fucking back. Right. So, so it's different. I don't know. But I do think freedom-wise, he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah. But they worry more.
1: They don't worry about me.
2: Really? I I think my parents know I have such a great head on my shoulders and that I'm so willing to speak up for myself and to have my own back that Mm -hmm. they don't worry. But with my brother, he's so naive. Mm -hmm. He's so naive and the world has been so kind to him Mm -hmm. that you really don't have any experiences that shook the fuck out of you. I've been shaking the fuck up. Yeah. So I understand what racism feels like. I understand what, you know, somebody violating you feels like. I understand what it feels like when somebody touches you and you don't like it. Yeah. He's lived such a carefree life yeah. that they're waiting for that. That I don't know if it's becoming like a grown man to kick in, but he's 21 and the world is still awesome. Yeah. He's never really had a moment that, that shook him to his core. Times are just so
1: different now, too, Yeah. Though. Like, yeah. so drastic. And then his the crowd of people he hangs out with versus the crowd of people we was hanging out with. Like, yeah. it's just so drastically different. But it's interesting because as I'm thinking about this, like, if I'm being a thousand percent honest, I don't know that my parents ever worried about me. And I'm not sure that my parents, my dad, and his babe moms worry about my brothers and sisters.
2: Worry is an interesting—every parent doesn't feel
0: it. Yeah,
1: like, I— I could be out all day, all night, and my mom might call. Really? <laughs> yeah, like she might. And this started at... Eight?
2: Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on.
1: I was granted freedom... Hold on. ...at the tender age of... Eight.
2: I'm imagining you on the set of Mari in a tied up crop top like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. That's just the visual I have right now. And it's tickling me. But my question is, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, Oh God,
1: we're unpacking uh here.
2: unpack. I, my mom made me check in all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Where are you going? Who are you with? When are you coming back? How is it going? Are you comfortable? Mm -hmm. All the time. That then rolled over into my relationships. With you not having to check in,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: does that roll into your relationships? Do you need your partner to give you more assurance? Do you need your partner to give you barely any? Do you need those check-ins despite the fact that you didn't have to give them to your parents? Whoa! (laughs) Let me take a sip of water. Let me do it away from the mic because I know. Season
1: one, you didn't like to hear my spit. Let me, I'll pull back. (laughs) Okay. So... I ask a lot of effing questions. I do. Okay. But when you leave the house, you're gone. I have no questions to ask. So Mark will leave to the studio at like 4 p.m. I won't talk to him till the next day. Excuse me? Yeah, I won't talk to him till the next day.
2: And you're not like, I don't know, ripping out your hair and, <laughs> and trying to jump off a building? mm <gasps>
1: It's funny because, you know, Sky told me to never do this. And, you know, one day I got real vulnerable and was like, I am so nosy. I just have to see it. I just have to see what they're saying. So, you know, I went to the devil's website. And I'm not going to say which website it is. But someone said, I feel so sorry for Raina because I think she doesn't realize that maybe her man is not in love with her.
2: Is this the same website that said that my man wasn't
1: in love with me? (laughs) And we broke up because he wanted someone prettier?
2: Is that the same website? This is the same
1: website. Okay, let me tell y'all something. Oh, fuck. I just don't need that. Like, I just don't like I'm so busy even and this is even before a baby because maybe they think, oh, she's at home. She's stuck at home with the baby all day long. No, this is before the baby. Before I had Umi, I would be at home. He would leave at 4 p.m. I would start working at 4 p.m. till 11. I would be writing like I do not need to check on you because I know what you're doing. Like, he drives a Tesla. I can see exactly what location he's at. Like, I don't need that. Honey, hold on. Hold the motherfucking phone. She
2: said, bitch, don't worry about what the fuck I got going on. My man always comes home. Raina's got a man at home. I cannot relate to being this secure. I'm in awe. This is a master class at minding
1: your own fucking business.
2: Yeah, yeah hold but,
1: on. but truly, 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 like, I don't know what he does every day. Like, wow. if I, I might find out, like, three weeks from now, he'll be like, oh, yeah, like, Young Thug was at the studio last night. And I'm like, oh, th- like, my thugger, the one I like? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you didn't tell me. And it's like, it's just, we just don't. Our communication and the things we talk about is so not. Okay, this is another thing about me in general. In, like, my real life. <laughs> in, my, in our real lives, like, we really, other than me and you, like, I don't talk career wise with anyone like with any of my other friends i don't care to know what you're doing because i don't want you to ask me wow so with me and mark we don't really talk about career unless it's something really exciting we keep it just like careers outside like that's outside let's keep it like family let's keep it like love let's keep like what are we doing today are we hitting the park like we don't talk like unless it's about family i mean unless it's like really exciting shit or like i just signed a new deal or like i just finished my book like we don't even then like i sent my book in before i told him oh yeah i finished my book wow <laughs> so yeah th- it it's it's real different but um Yeah, I think that that definitely did roll over from my parents never checking on me. When I tell you I was walking home from school, back to school and from school, um, starting at a tender age of eight and nine years old by myself. And then I was granted um, the access to walk to my friend's house a mile, two miles, three miles away from my house at nine and 10 years old by myself my parents did not mind. And then I was on the bus by myself going to LA, going to functions, everything from 15 up plus. They and my never parents never worried. No. I've been shot at. I've been uh jumped. I've been in cars that have ran people over. I've been in, I've been I've lived a life and my parents don't know anything. They're just like, "Well, oh, she's cool." And your dad is the
2: same way with your siblings. Yeah. Has that ever have you ever seen them worry or do you feel like uh it, it's just not in their nature
1: i think what i think the only thing that my dad worries about when it comes i think about i think the only thing that my dad worries about when it comes to me is is she okay in love what yeah i think that's the only thing my dad worries about
2: so you've seen worry on him before with love
1: he, yeah he'll text me and he'll say Hey babe, uh hope that you and Mark are doing okay. Uh please let me know, just want an update. Talk to you soon. Like that's the only thing that he's worried about. My
2: parents worry about everything. <laughs> My parents worry about everything.
0: Yeah, no.
2: And it it's 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 almost like when you have a dog and the dog's frantic cuz you are. Yeah. I'm so I worry so much because my parents worry so much. So it's really fascinating that you say that. But my parents worry different per per sibling. With my sister, they worry more not about or less in different avenues. They, okay. they don't worry about responsibility with her. They worry about her getting played by a man. They See? worry
0: about her heart. See, but they worry yeah. about my heart. Yeah, <laughs> they
2: worry about her heart because uh, she's a little naive in love, and a guy will have a girl on his arm and be like, this is my cousin, and she'll go, I trust you. My dad will be like, this is, this is alarming. With me, my mother worries about my career and the stability of that. My dad worries about... oh. Hold on. Let me think about that because my dad does worry about me.
1: I know one thing your dad worries about. Talk to me nice. He worries about how you're being treated.
2: Oh, my God.
1: That's what it is. (laughs) He wants to know that you're being treated the way you should be.
2: Because he knows he doesn't worry about how I treat others. No. No. He knows he raised me right. He worries about how I'm being treated. Yeah. Ew. That makes me emotional as fuck.
1: Oh, wow. He's I think, like, I just know nobody better be disrespecting my baby. I just know.
2: Because he knows how I treat people. Yeah.
1: <gasps> <sighs> Let's get back on the train because I'm I'm going to jump in front
2: of it in a second. Holy shit. Uh, are your siblings, be, with you being the eldest, mm-hmm. are they able to take advice from you? Or do you feel like the old head auntie where it's like, shut the fuck up. Times have changed. Mind your business. <laughs> That was an aggressive way to ask that. This I is trick- need to do
1: that. This is triggering for me, though. Uh oh. Okay. Hey. Because my little sister, sometimes she can take advice from me, but usually she would prefer to do it her own way. So even if I do give her advice, she's gonna do what she wants to do, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Like I understand that. With my brothers, mm-hmm. I can give them advice, and they will take it. But my dad always discredits my advice every single time because he thinks that I'm being too hard on them. Every single time. And I just say. So they feel you,
2: but another voice comes into play.
1: Yeah. Or and it it doesn't. Okay, so when another voice comes in play, Mm -hmm. they won't think to themselves she was wrong. It'll be more so like, dad said.
2: Oh, no. You just pissed me off. (laughs) Oh, hell no. (gasps) Dad said. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what my daddy said. I'm telling you what I said. Oh, my God. You just worked me up.
1: Yeah. (gasps) (sighs) Yeah. And then my youngest, youngest, the baby. Yeah. She's so quiet. I've never had to give her advice before. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, not, not yet. yet. She's twelve. I've I've never had to. Yeah, I've never oh, had to give her advice yet.
2: Bless her tween heart. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But
1: I will say this: me and her. You know, she looks up to me, of course, because who wouldn't? Because you're that bitch. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> who wouldn't? Ah! But um, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's she's following her own path. We're okay. both Gemini's. Her oh, and I. Okay. So, I see myself in her. She's different. She's very different. So, she listens to her own type of music. She listens to rock. And I used to listen to rock. Bless her So, my little brother, Juju, was telling me how her mom always makes fun of her because of it. And everyone at the house does, too. They're like, what the... F are you listening to? Why? So when Juju told me that, I was like, I'm going to send her my favorite artist. I was like, I'm going to send her Paramore. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my times. Shut (laughs) up before I see I was like I'm gonna send her you know oh. what I was listening to when I was younger I'm gonna send her the gorillas maybe this is something that she might be into I'm gonna send her a green day I'm gonna send her just the stuff that I was like my chemical romance the stuff I really that was on my myspace okay you need, you need to shut up because I'm about to cry <laughs> this is so beautiful and we went we we went through like a week where we were sending each other songs back and forth oh. and most of the stuff I sent her she did her digging She was like, oh, I heard that before. She, and she was really, she was really excited to see that I was interested in what she was into.
2: To feel seen. Yeah. Right. (laughs) If you make me cry, I'll try to fight you. I know you'll win, but I'll swing on you. I swear I will. Oh my God. I'm finna CRI and I don't want to (gasps) cry. She said I sent her my favorite playlist so she knew she wasn't alone. Let me talk about my hard-headed brother to get me out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Let me switch gears before I lose it because life is just really sweet right now. Just like your little sister. Okay. Do my siblings (laughs) take advice? (laughs) Uh, My little brother, I had to learn that I had to talk to him. Like I was El Chapo for him to guess his shit. Okay, first of all, this motherfucker thinks I'm 39. He's like, "Bitch, you went to prom 46 years ago. Worry about yourself. I'm trying to get coochie. I'm in college, and I'm trying to smack as many girls as possible. Mind you, my brother has more bodies than me. I'm like sick. I of don't want to hear that thing. I that's, know. That's, I didn't uh, want to, to either. To the next one. He said, oh. "Yeah, you know, I went back to school, and I've already like my brother talks like this. I've already had like." four hookups i'm like hookups as in making out or <laughs> which is our hookups right. Our hookups. <laughs> he said he knocked down four bodies i said you just went back to school he's like yeah man they let me hit so i was sick that's first and foremost
1: oh my god
2: i tried god. to tell him not the seven year olds i know right and i'm looking at him like You ain't doing shit. You just you smashing the girls who are easily impressed. I'm disgusted. Anyway, he don't listen to me when it comes to sex. I told him. I I told him I'm proud of him. He made it to 21 without a baby, so I can't kick his ass. But I told him, I said, listen, as a woman, we always have the power over our bodies when it comes to having a kid. So I kick it to him real. I kick it to him Mm -hmm. real. I said, imagine you end up with a girl you can't stand and she says she wants to keep your baby. Ooh. That would be something, wouldn't it? And I just walk away and he's like, (gasps) and so I I say things. I'm not going to say I traumatize the kid. I'm I'm not going to say I do that. But I definitely, you know, I kick it to him real. Mm -hmm. Or he'll call me and be like, yeah, I really wish I could take this girl on a date, but I'm so broke right now. I'm like, remember when I asked you for that favor and I was going to give you $30? (laughs) You fumbled it, bro. Always accept the bag. Like, I give him advice in a crazy way because I wait for you to hit rock bottom and then I say, remember the time I tried to help you? This is why. And I'll call him and I'll say, I'm coming from the realest motherfucking place. Listen to me. I talk to him crazy. Even he got into it with my dad, right? And he was so angry with my dad. And he said, this is the first time he's really disappointed me. (laughs) He's 21. I said. Do you know how sheltered and what a fantastic life you live for the first time that your dad makes you upset or you feel like he slightly let you down because he was working was 21? I said, you have such a great life. And that's when I had a discussion with him. He goes, I don't want to talk to him. I said, oh, you don't. I said, all right. How long are you going to do that? I don't know. I just, I'm not going to answer his calls. I said, God forbid something happens to him tomorrow. How happy would you be with that decision? (laughs) I said, would it be worth it not fucking with him over something so stupid because he didn't answer your call when you needed something, but he gets you everything you need? Mm -hmm. I said, is it worth it? I said, beef with him then. If it's worth it, beef with him. I said, let me tell you something. Our parents are not young. We do not have, you know... Parents who, if if nature takes its course, will be around for 30 generations to come. I said, time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. Time is limited. Time is beautiful. Time is rare. I said, you want to have a little stick up your ass because you asked for money and didn't get it immediately? Yeah. I said, you have no grip on reality. And let me tell you something. You need to Google mm-hmm. and then learn about the meaning of grace. I basically just had to explain to him the power of granting our parents grace. You know, I think he has lived such an amazing life and they've always given him exactly what he wanted that he didn't understand parents are people. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the older we get, we start to realize our parents are winging it just like we're winging it. Mm-hmm. And I granted them grace when I thought about how hard it is to be an adult taking care of myself. Yeah. How hard it is to be an adult and get up and stay motivated and save your money and whatever. It's like, damn, they're going to make mistakes. And I told him, I said, you getting disrespectful, if you ever get disrespectful like that again, I said, this is your warning. I will literally come fuck you up. (laughs) Because I said... I can't ever listen to this kind of whiny bratty shit. You have been so blessed yeah. that the tiniest disappointment set you off. Mm. We not gonna ever do this again. Yeah. And when I tell you, usually he'll talk back, or you don't need to talk to me like that. He knew in that moment
1: that, that this you were dead serious. I'm dead
2: serious. <laughs> I will come fuck you up yeah. in whatever capacity that means. <laughs> Watch your mouth when you speak to our parents because I've seen how hard they fought for you to get this. Mm -hmm. I didn't have this same life that you have. Mm -hmm. So chill out. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So when it comes to giving my brother advice, I talk to him as if I was a grown-ass man. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to feel me if it's like, hey, I just think that maybe you should be nicer. You're not going to feel me. So when you call me and you have no money, I'm going to tell you you're broke because you don't hustle. Yeah. (laughs) You're broke because you're lazy. Yeah. Nobody you think a girl wants somebody broke? She don't. Yeah. You know, like I'm mm. going to sock it to him very real. So, it's very interesting. Anyway, when it comes to my sister, <laughs> I think, you know, with her, I had to figure out one, how to properly give her advice, and two, how to drop the judgment on my end. Because mm. we both grew up very fast but in different capacities. Mm -hmm. I grew up very fast as a businesswoman and as a worker. Mm -hmm. I grew up very fast with late hours of work and and work ethic and um, presenting myself properly and maturely. Mm -hmm. She grew up fast in, yeah, I'll I'll take this cigarette from my friend and we're going to hit the club and we have fake IDs and we're out on the town. She did things that (laughs) I never did because I was not a rule breaker. (laughs) So when I used to give her advice... I would come at it with with judgment. Mm -hmm. I'm a Virgo. Hello. Shout out to the judges. I would come at her like, you are living the filthiest life. I would come (laughs) at her. You know those scary Christians who are like, those who cast sins on your soul. I was the most crazy, judgmental, look at the life you're living. You're in the club. You're not even legal. I judged (laughs) everything. So my advice came off like shitty poo-poo pants with the negative vibes. Like, of course she was like, shut the fuck up. You're younger than me. I don't want to hear this from you. Yeah. But when I realized, one, she just chose a different life. Mm-hmm. And two, I I was coming from judgment before love.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When I realized how to talk to her correctly,
0: mm-hmm.
2: my advice resonated every time yeah. after that point. You know, even with men, I used to come at it with judgment because... You know, I would talk to men crazy, and she would let men talk to her crazy. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand how she didn't pop back off on, on these men, or I didn't understand how she tolerated certain things. Mm-hmm. So I came at it with judgment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. You know, he cheated, and you're going to take him back? That's, you need to love yourself more.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: not advice. That's judgment. Yeah. Right?
0: But but <laughs> Nobody yourself, wants to hear that. Yeah.
2: Coming from love is, you're way too special to be taking this. Nope. I wish that you would maybe date somebody else. Do you realize how special you are? Mm. You you got to let him realize what he's missing. Yeah. That's love. Yeah. So when I really took a step back and was like, "Yo, stop pointing the fucking finger because three are pointing back at you." Mm. Come from love. And now we have very open conversations where mm. I will tell her when she's being treated like a doormat, but with love. Yeah. I'll say, "Why did you answer him? Because I thought he needed my help." This is why people take advantage of you. Yeah. And it's all from love. Mm -hmm. And despite me being the younger sister, now she could process it. But I think if you're listening, learn how to talk to your siblings. Learn what they can process. Mm -hmm. My brother can process tough love. Mm -hmm. My sister cannot. You know, my sister can process deep conversations. My brother needs it quick. So when you learn (laughs) your siblings, you understand. You know what I'm saying? You Mm -hmm. understand how how to reach them. So it's really interesting.
1: What do you what have you learned from your siblings?
2: No, there's not a glitch in the episode. I'm just trying not to see eye. What have I learned? My stomach growled. It's like, bitch, time's up. Uh what have I learned from my siblings? <laughs> oh. From my brother? This is interesting. My brother growing up, I felt like was two different people. Right? Mm-hmm. He was he was somebody with us and somebody with his friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And at first I it bothered me. I was like, oh, that's so annoying. He's so fun with his friends, and you know, he treats us different, but he clearly didn't feel comfortable enough to offer his most authentic self to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: From him, I learned it's okay to preserve certain sides of yourself. Mm-hmm. For who you choose, yeah, we were not chosen at that point, yeah, right, That's now deep. it's deep, like we we didn't make him feel safe enough to give us who he really was, yeah, so I'd see videos of him and be like, "Who the hell is this kid?" but he he decided, <sighs> yeah. I will preserve this, and my friends get this from me.
1: Very young, too. Very young. Yeah, very and now, young.
2: now we can, you know, we can, we can talk and we can make jokes, and and I feel like I see more of a real side of him. But what I learned from him is I am allowed to preserve parts of me for people that I that I choose. From my sister, mm. I've learned a lot from my sister. Uh, I, I got into art in the first place because my sister was in art. So I, Mm. she was a painter. She would draw. I would copy everything. So as a kid, it was more, you know, generic. I'm learning everything from you. You're my big sister. But from my sister, I learned that people are fragile Mm -hmm. and she's way more gentle with people. Mm -hmm. She's way more willing to... Ooh, that makes me emotional. I know. (laughs) She's way more willing to look at your story and then make a decision on how to treat you. Yeah. I treat you based off the situation. Yeah. My sister will go through what you've been through and then approach the situation. Mm -hmm. I've learned to be more gentle because of her. Um, I admire... I admire that she realizes that everybody has a story. Whether you're the man on the street or the richest man ever, she breaks things down in in a way that I couldn't because she studied um, psychology. Mm-hmm. So she understands, you know, that person's just broken. When I'm like, she got me fucked up. Why did she come at me like that? She comes from more of a nurturing place. Mm-hmm. My sister is a real nurturer. You mm-hmm. know, I look at her. I've learned how to cook. Because of my sister, I admire that, that she's fantastic in the kitchen. But my sister is is really such a woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. She
1: owns that. My sister's a woman. She knows how to put a, a pair of heels on. <laughs> yeah. My sister
2: showed me where to spray the perfume, how to sit on the date. My sister, My sister taught me how to be a lady.
1: Yeah. And own it.
2: And own it.
1: Yeah, and yeah. stand up for yourself as a woman.
2: As a woman. Like,
1: yeah. I feel like even I, like, have seen her in places where she's held herself so gracefully. Yeah. And it's like, you have to respect her. Yeah. Like, she walks in and she's not loud at all. She's just like, I'm here. Let me in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I've learned how to be present without noise. Like, mm-hmm. my sister can walk in. You have a very similar thing as well. You guys can walk in and gracefully... You know mm-hmm. uh, notify the room you're in attendance mm-hmm. and i I learned how to tone it down through yeah. I think, both of you you know <laughs> both of you I, I learned how to just dial it back sometimes, but my sister my sister's a fucking lady <laughs> yo like that makes me emotional yeah. I, I've, I've watched her, oh man, do I really want to unpack I know this? you're I'm already
1: emotional I oh know. God
0: oh
2: my gosh, oh my gosh oh. <gasps> She's going to listen back to this and be like, you have emotions. I'm going to be like, only on the pod. I have learned. (laughs) Can you tell I'm a little rusty from therapy? I knew it was coming. Holy shit. I have learned forgiveness from my sister. Really? Ugh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's forgiven me. She's forgiven our parents. She's forgiven men that I would never forgive,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and she's done it for her. I've learned forgiveness from. And she doesn't hold on. She
1: doesn't hold on. My sister doesn't hold grudge. It was so long ago.
2: So what? And (laughs) and they did that because of this. I forgive them. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Oh, Reyna, I'm gonna fuck you up, girl. I'm gonna fuck you up.
1: to get into oh, what you learned from your my siblings, God. No. We, we need to wrap this up. I'm, I'm done. Mine is mine is simple, but it's deep. Okay, I'm already so emotional. Oh my gosh, Let me just sniffling. like gather myself. Like I'm I literally have a, a tear coming down. Um, so from my siblings, um, I've learned two things. Okay. The first thing is you have to take care of others. You're not the only thing that matters. Wow. So I'm very, very protective of them. And they were my first babies. And the second thing is we're all babies. So when I look at them and I, like, am trying to figure out how to, like, deal with them individually, just like how you were saying, like, how do you treat your sibling? How do you communicate with your sibling? Every single one of them needs to be talked to and communicated to in a different way. Right, right. All of my siblings need the same thing because all five of them, all six of us had our childhood taken away from us because we were so busy in our parents' mess Mm. that now they're coming to a place where they're starting to, like, figure out their life and, like, understand their emotions and they're learning how to communicate their feelings because as kids, none of us were able to communicate anything. It was like, shut up. I'm the adult. Like you have no space to say anything here. It was always that. So when I look at my siblings, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like they're hurting and I am, too. And we all are. So because of my siblings, I've definitely become more protective of just everyone in general. I am that person who will think about your feelings before anything, even if I don't like you. Like, I could be looking at a girl's picture online and I'm like, ugh, but I could never go to the amount of, like, saying something evil online because I could never let her see that. Because I know inside, she's a baby, too. So, (laughs) you know what? So, that was, like, the main thing that I've learned um, from my siblings. Do you have any advice to anyone who struggles to get along? With their siblings? (sighs) All
2: right. There's two parts to this. One, you might not get along because it's just sibling shit that -hmm. you need to work through. And I'll discuss that. Two, you might not get along because you're just not compatible people. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: deciphering the two is crucial. Mm -hmm. Because there might just be somebody that you're related to and you go... (laughs) I just don't really rock with you. Mm -hmm. I I just, I can't feel you. Mm -hmm. Or the place you're coming from doesn't feel good when I'm around you. I don't fuck with you. Yeah. Even though we're related, it is not a requirement to be close. Mm -mm. Now, when it's just small sibling stuff, I... I think it takes a lot of growth and maturity to have these combos because Mm -hmm. it can easily become very sibling-y where Mm -hmm. it's like, no, because mom said that to me. Mom loved you better. You're her favorite. All of that shit's out the window Mm -hmm. because we all had our own experiences. I think sit and have open dialogue. Hey, I think you're angry with me. Mm -hmm. Why are you angry with me? What do you not like about me? What is causing us to bump heads from your perspective? Then I'll share from my perspective. I remember my sister used to resent me so much because other people made her feel less special. And naturally, I got the angry side because you guys keep bringing up Sky. I'm going to pop off on Sky because I'm tired of hearing about Sky until we had a combo. And I said, I want to know why you're angry. Mm-hmm. And she said, It's just frustrating at Christmas. They only ask you what you're up to. It's frustrating when we see so and so. They only congratulate you. They only follow you. They only repost your news. They only care about you. Mm-hmm. They make me so mad and I said I'm going to stop you right there. You're mad at them. Mm-hmm. I understand this is difficult, but like you're mad at them and I'm you're taking it out on me. Mm-hmm. I, I I admire you. I respect you. I love you. I'm not your enemy. Mm. I, I'm your friend. And that was a really powerful day because it's so easy to get mad at the person getting attention versus the people who are making you feel small. Mm. But that's a difficult conversation. Yeah. And it was difficult for her to admit, I'm mad. Yeah. Because we don't always want to admit those those ugly emotions. We want to make it seem like I'm over it and I love me and you're my sister and I respect you. Mm-hmm. No, there was some shit we had to work through. And once we worked through it and once I realized that I was coming from a place of judgment or once I realized how hard it was for her to not feel seen and how mm-hmm. hard it was for her to be my sister and how hard it will always be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, my career is just now starting to take off. It's always going to be fucking difficult. So I know I have to always make sure my sister feels seen because she deserves it, because it's the right thing to do. Um, Our entire relationship shifted after that point when she realized, I kind of really like my sister when we get the shit off, Mm -hmm. you know, and I realized my sister and I. We kind of speak a different language. Mm. I like her more than I think I did. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I think uh, my advice is is you got to really be ready to have them talks if yeah. you want to uh, get to the nitty gritty. And oh, from our Patreon, compromising is not weak there are some things that are going to be off limits with your siblings. Yeah. There are some stories you don't revisit. Mm -hmm. There are some topics you don't need to discuss. Mm -hmm. If I see my sister getting a little too emotional about something that I don't recall the same way, Mm -hmm. I don't need to correct her. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. If my sister recalls something so painful, and in my perspective it wasn't that deep, I don't need to tell her it wasn't that
1: deep to me. You don't have the right to.
2: Because I know her well enough to know that hurt her. Mm -hmm. Everything doesn't need to be discussed. The nitty gritty, getting to the bottom of it and getting back to the friendship is very important. Mm -hmm. You don't need to tell them how you think it went. Yeah, no. And that's where we become siblings. Yeah. You stole my dress. I didn't steal it. I borrowed it and then I (laughs) lost it. It felt stolen. Yeah. I'm sorry I stole your dress.
0: Period. Period.
2: Yep. Yep. That's my advice. Do you have any advice? That's, that's the realest shit I could offer. Because now we're best friends. My sister and I used to really squabble. Like, we, we had no relationship. We would physically dig our nails into each other and sock each other out. We had no relationship. Mm-hmm. But still... There was love there. I always wanted to defend her. If Mm -hmm. she was going to get a spanking or get in trouble, I was the lawyer. I "I see what you're doing, Dad, but hear me out here. He's like, why are you defending her? She don't even fuck with you. And so I was always pleading her case. And now we have a whole language. Now we are the closest thing ever. But it took those conversations.
1: I'm the eldest. So the only thing that I can say is just to accept them as they are. Because as the eldest, you see what they're doing, you hear what they what they say, you see the people they hang out with. You want so badly to say so much. You so or when b- they
2: think they're in love, you're like you're literally two. This is a joke. Your relationship's a fucking joke. But you can't.
1: No, it's their experience. This is their life. Yeah. This is their life. This is not your life to correct. You have no room to patrol them all the time. You're living your life and they're living their life. And it's not, God did not place you here to tell them all the time, no
2: and you were once there. This is wrong.
1: Exactly. So that's my biggest advice honestly, stop patrolling your siblings and just accept them as they are and when they when they come for advice or when they come with a heartbreak or when they come oh. for anything, then that's when you have the discussions, but until then just roll with the motion. Just be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. Oh, you listen to that. Oh, that's cool." Like, "Oh, that's your new no little boyfriend. Oh, what's up?" You don't have to say something every single time like that's just what I've learned I've never really been the type to have to say something all the time and when they come to you the best thing you can do is then
2: share Mm -hmm. or or when they go hey man like what did that feel like or or how was heartbreak what did it feel like do Mm -hmm. you regret dating young that's Mm -hmm. when you share because then you go all right you ready for the real story Or, or can you tell me more about mom and dad or can you tell me why is dad like this all right, now we can have those yeah. conversations.
1: Although I don't know I ever, if I ever will. Really? mm
0: Really?
1: Me and Mark just had this conversation the other day. I, my siblings, four or five of them, yeah. they look at my dad like he's Superman. And I could never take that away from him. Um, so do we have a challenge for the week? Because I can't. No, I can't. I'm done.
2: You are gonna get it when we get out of here. You're gonna get it. You took it too far. We didn't agree on this. We got a challenge before I go and attack her. Challenge of the week. Reach out. I'm going to stay in this space because otherwise I'll cry after the Superman comment. Challenge of the week. Reach out to your siblings and tell them something you admire about them.
1: Out the blue. Or just forgive them. If you're in a bad place with your siblings, just forgive them.
2: Wow, she made that sound very simple.
1: It does. It sounds, I know it's deep, but like for real, like just. They're like, this them. is the challenge, bitch. This is my life challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you wanna start small,
2: send a text to your sibling. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I, I think you're really funny and you're really special and I love you. Okay. That's simple. That's simple. I got to get out of here. My tummy's growling. My burrito's waiting. You just pissed me off, slash made me sad, slash ruined my day. I was on a cloud, and now I'm on the floor. Let's get the hell out of here. It's been another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back, season two, baby. We back, we better. I'm Sky. And I'm Raina. She never has a chill. Let's get out of here. See you next time. Holla.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at unpack and Bounce back. And remember it's the letter N, not A and D. Until next time.